0: Alhamdulillah لله، الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده، Alhamdulillah الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين استفأ، أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مَنْ لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةٌ أَنْ يَدَعَ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Suspected, my ikram, brothers and elders. We had been discussing the ayat of al Mu'minun. In between, we had to break up. But today, being the last program until after Ramadan, inshallah. <coughs> so, on that note, it was felt that we should discuss something about the great month that is approaching. May Allah Ta'ala make it a means of us gaining the tawfiq and the hidayat of engaging ourselves in the Mubarak month in the way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. The month of Ramadan comes every year. But we got no guarantee that we will be here every year. There were people previously around They are not around. We still don't have any guarantee whether we will even reach the month of Ramadan. But this month will keep coming as long as the world is around. And every year it comes back with the same message. It comes back with the very same message. Every year that the month of Ramadan comes, the same ayat of the Quran Sharif will be recited and the same ahadith of nabi sallallahu will be recited and ramadan comes with the very same message and lesson and that is taqwa this is the theme of the month of ramadan from beginning to end ya amanu kutibali min qablikum la'allakum the ayat which every non-hafiz also is a is of. Because we hear it every year, and in each year that the month of Ramadan comes, we hear it repeatedly. And every year the month of Ramadan will come back with the same message. That this fasting has been given to you to acquire taqwa. What is this taqwa all about? So there are various ways in which this is explained, this is elaborated on but the one very simple explanation of this is as alama qurtubi rahmatullah states the taqwa is actually to rectify one's relationship with allah ta'ala we rectify our relationship with allah ta'ala allah ta'ala is our rabb he is our sustainer he is our Narisha and we are his total slaves And as a slave, totally submits to his master. But the month of Ramadan comes to teach us the same lesson. How to entirely submit to Allah Ta'ala. And that a person is not gafil. He is not unmindful of his Rabb, of his creator, of his sustainer, of his nourisher. All the time he is conscious. Allah Ta'ala is my creator, my sustainer. Allah Ta'ala is nourishing me. Allah Ta'ala has given me everything and therefore I have to submit myself to Allah Ta'ala alone. This complete submission will come when there is complete consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. And this will take that ghaflat away. A person is unmindful, he is heedless. And where the person then makes the dunya his objective of life, when he becomes ghafil of Allah Ta'ala, when he becomes unmindful of Allah Ta'ala, that's when then the dunya becomes his direction and his qibla. Then every person starts thinking and starts wishing like Qarun, like he had what Qarun had. The Qur'an Shari speaks about it. Ya lana <laughs> People saw Karun and his wealth, so some people started desiring it. How we wish we had what Karun had. And what he had, what Allah Ta'ala gave him in terms of the world worldly wealth, that he was given so much of the worldly wealth. Allah says we gave him so much treasures of the world that forget the treasures if there's one vault one whole strong room the strong room how much it will contain but how big is its key (coughs) the door the key to the door okay if it's a very massive door the key will be a little bit longer a little bit broader how much more Can carry it in one finger but what will contain inside it might take maybe days to count. So forget what was inside. Allah Taala says in the Quran, Sharif, kunuzi mm-hmm. ma inna That all the strong rooms and all the vaults and all the safes, if you put those keys together, then a very st- strong group of people would carry it with much difficulty. That was only the keys, not what was inside. <coughs> so people saw this and started desiring it this dunya how we wish we had it too but if that dunya is coming with the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala that is an azab so they started desiring it but Allah wa Ta'ala says that this is not something to be desired it's Qala This is not something to become proud about. Allah Ta'ala doesn't love those who are proud. Allah Ta'ala has given us this life to submit to Him. Not to walk proudly on the earth of Allah Ta'ala. But to be the humble slaves of Allah Ta'ala. So this ghaflat has to come out. And this dunya has to come out. What is this dunya? This dunya is what makes a person ghafil. If a person's wealth makes him ghafil, unmindful of Allah Ta'ala, that wealth has become Dunya. And if that wealth takes him closer to Allah, then that wealth is not dunya. In the terminology of the Quran and Sunnah, that is not dunya now. Sheikh Shab Shabuddin Sarwadi Rahmatullahi Alay. He says, Once I was making Tawaf of the Kaaba Sharif. And I then saw one person holding onto the ghilaf of the Kaaba Sharif and crying profusely in dua. So I really was taken aback by the scene and i said subhanallah how deeply this person is engrossed in making dua and in the remembrance of allah ta'ala he said then i allah ta'ala gives this to some people i focused towards his heart and i found his heart was totally ghafil at that time his heart was engrossed in this that I hope some of my own country people town people also making thought now they will see how I'm crying and they'll probably go back and report mashallah that person subhanallah we saw what kind of tears he was shedding at the Kaaba Sharif meanwhile it's all crocodile tears <laughs> so that thought and that desire at that time that made even the crying in front of Kaaba Sharif dunya in front of the Kaaba Sharif, holding the ghilaf and crying profusely unto Allah Ta'ala, was entirely dunya. Because it was just for the sake of some name and fame. That is dunya. Then he says, I came out in the bazaar of Makkah Mukarramah. And I saw one person engrossed in his trade, all around him with customers, and he's giving one person something and collecting the money from the other person and talking to the third person. And that moment the thought came to how immersed this person is in the dunya. But then I thought to myself, and again I focused on his heart, and I found his heart was immersed in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. In that moment when he was engrossed in his business, his heart was immersed in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. So, this ghaflat comes when a person has this dunya in front of him. When he is now engrossed in the world for the sake of the world. And he starts making the glitter and glamour of the world his objective. To the extent that, sometimes even in deen, the person starts picking and choosing those things that will make him happy in terms of enjoyment. But what is the main objective that he won't be concerned about? That is what Ramzan has come to teach us about. The taqwa that Ramzan has come to teach us about is the objective, the main focus. What is the main focus? the main focus is to leave our desire aside. What is Allah's command to submit to that? That is the main thing. The rest of it is all the extras. Like for example, a person wants to eat, so what is his nourishment from? The real nourishment is from the, the meat, the vegetables, this is the nourishment from, this is the food. The food is actually this. Then the spices and the salt, and all the other things that go along with it, these are all the extras. And this will add the taste, it will add the flavor, so a person can afford it, he will have it, and by all means. But supposing somebody doesn't have any of the spices, all he's got is some vegetables, he'll boil that too and he'll keep his work carrying on, he'll pass his day. He's got nothing else but just some meat. He doesn't even have anything to cook it in. He'll boil it. And he'll be able to eat that and pass his day. But if the person doesn't have any of the meat or any vegetables, all he's got is the salt, the spices. He's got these things only. Then you'll say he's starved for the day. Because if he eats some of that salt and some of the spices, that's not the food, that's just the extras. So the spices... Are the extras, that's not the thing that a person nourishes himself on. That will add flavour, it will bring a better taste to everything, it'll make it more enjoyable enjoyable and pleasurable. But he needs to have the nourishment, he needs that meat, he needs that vegetables. So, like that, the main cause and the actual part of the spiritual food is tarkehaishad. That a person gives up his own desires. What is the fast teaching us from beginning to end? You started your fast now, you are thirsty, don't drink water now. What is halal, 100%. But you don't touch it now. You are fasting. Allah Ta'ala's command. So leave your desire of drinking water out on side. The desire is there, but don't drink it. You are hungry, you are desirous of eating, but don't eat now, because you are fasting. So leave that food aside now. Don't fulfill any of your desires, which are against the command of Allah Ta'ala. Which are halal. So what is teaching? That apart from this, there are other things throughout the day and night and the rest of the year which come into a person's heart and mind, some distraction, some attraction, some desires but which are against Allah's command. So for that Allah who you gave up the drinking and eating during the day of Ramadan, that food, that water which was halal, for the same Allah give up what is haram all around the earth same Allah Ta'ala. the same Allah Ta'ala gave the command for fasting and the same Allah Ta'ala said that gambling is Haram the same Allah Ta'ala said you can't eat during the day of Ramadan the same Allah Ta'ala said that to commit zina of the eyes haram. say to the believing men to lower their gaze then second ayat say to the believing woman to lower their gaze the same Allah Taala gave the command Allah Ta'ala who told us that you can't drink water during the day of the fast. The same Allah Ta'ala told us that you can't do all these other haram things, the whole list of it. So this is what Ramadan has come to teach us, the core, the essence of it. But unfortunately, because we miss the main objective, so we do gain benefit in terms of rewards, in terms of sawab. We engage, Alhamdulillah, in the Qur'an Sharif in zikr, in dua, in tasbihat, in other efforts. But we fail to bring and develop this essence of Ramadan. That now my desires will be subservient to what Allah Ta'ala has ordered. Not what I desire. The desire will come. Shaitan will keep putting all kinds of desires. That's Shaitan's full-time job. He's got no other job. He doesn't have any other occupation besides put waswasa in the heart of the mu'min. That will carry on. But this waswasa that shaitan will keep whispering, the person with taqwa will turn that effort of shaitan to his benefit. That waswasa of shaitan is like a log. He'll take that log and put it in the fire of taqwa. It will brighten that fire even more because he burnt that desire up. He won't take that desire and put it like a load on his head. And then the one log, then the next log, then he can't even fall asleep at night. Because now these haram thoughts are all engulfing his heart and mind. And now he's tossing and turning because he can't acquire the haram too. But he is engaging that. He is accommodating it in his heart and mind. But he can't even get it too. So now his whole life is also haram for him. So he doesn't get into that. He takes that log that Shaitan tried to put on his head and he burns it in the fire of taqwa. And as a result, the noor of marifat gets brighter in his heart. So This is what Ramadan is teaching us. Every time he's desiring to eat, he's saying, sorry, I'm fasting now. Desiring to drink is hot, so I'm fasting now. And he's burning up the desire of eating and drinking. So throughout his life, he'll burn up the haram desires and the waswasa that Shaitan whispers into him towards committing haram. So the month of Ramadan has come with this objective. And this is what it comes every year to teach us. But it requires beforehand that frame of mind. It requires that focus of the heart that this is what I am going to acquire. person goes somewhere with an objective. I am going somewhere, what am I going there for? So he is going there, he doesn't know what he is going for. He might go there, somebody might give him some... There's something to eat now. Sit and have a meal with us. He'll have. But what he went hundred kilometers for? He was supposed to go there and fetch one bag of gold and come. He went and had some little bit of some bajja samosa and came, and he felt, mashallah, well. At least I got something. So, month of Ramadan will come. The bajja samosas will come also, and other savories and all the other delicacies of Ramadan will come as well. But when Ramadan is gone, then suddenly the day of Ramadan. The Ramadan has hardly finished, the day of Eid has only come. It seems like this was just a passing phase, it came and went. Something came, something went. Because beforehand, we didn't even know where we're going, what we're going for. This is the objective. And a person is going somewhere now, far off, got an overseas trip, he needs to go there to clinch some deals, sign up some deals. So beforehand he's making dua for that too. He has to go, he has to travel all the way. But he phoned some uncle who he didn't phone maybe for a couple of months. I'm going, you know, China, i got going to go and clinch this deal. Please make dua. He's asking that uncle who he didn't phone for a couple of months also to make dua that that deal comes through. Why? Because he's underst- he's de- he knows what he's going for. He has to try and make that successful. The month of Ramadan is coming, but we don't make dua also. Ya Allah, make this month something beforehand. we making this dua. Ya Allah, make it a means that I gain the objective of Ramadan. When the month of Ramadan has come and gone, my life has changed for the better. That previously a person was not making five times salah, now he's making his five times salah. Previously a person was making maybe his namaz, but he was not even concerned about making it jamaat, now he's making all his five times salah with jamaat. He was making his salah with Jama'at, but he was missing his takbir-ulah. day His two rakats late, sometimes three rakats late, one rakat late every namaz. So now that has improved tremendously for the better. It might be the odd occasion that he's missing something. The person was not making any tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif before Ramadan. The month of Ramadan has come and gone. Now the tilawat is part of his life. The person was sitting and ruining his heart in front of the box, in front of all the haram, in front of other haram on his phone. Before the month of Ramadan, he already focused his mind, this is out of my life now. What is Ramadan all about? This taqwa, there's four things to acquire this taqwa and to maintain it. If these four things come in, then inshallah this taqwa will be attained and maintained. But unfortunately sometimes, even Ramadan, these four things are not there, then how is it going to be after Ramadan in place? The first thing, is Gunahosim Muhafazat. That a person saves himself from all sin. Now, this is the essence of Taqwa. This is what the month of Ramadan is coming for. That a person gives up everything that Allah has forbidden. This includes all of Deen. Not to perform Salah on its time is forbidden. So, he gives up that as well, meaning gives up delaying Salah. So, it includes all the sins, giving up all the sins, and doing all the things that are meant to be done. So in any case, the first thing is saving oneself from all sin. That's the first aspect. Then, one is saving oneself from the sin. But the other is to stay far away from the means that lead to sin. If a person is going to be close to the fire, standing right there, and some sparks are going to fly and catch fall on his clothes, his clothes will catch a light. Something will happen, he has to stay far away from it. When there's a huge inferno somewhere, nobody says, Well, it's okay, go near, but don't get burned. <coughs> so, there are many things that lead to sin. The month of Ramadan comes, unfortunately, sometimes the means of sins are actually openly encouraged towards. There will be some Ramadan fake carrying on somewhere and some this fake carrying on somewhere and whatever else. And What is going on there? Everybody is what are everybody is busy doing? They're busy doing Eid shopping. Busy doing Eid shopping in the manner of destroying Ramadan. So what kind of Eid is going to be there when the person has already destroyed Ramadan before Eid? Eid is for that person, these couplets perhaps previously we discussed also. Shaykh Abdul Khadir Jalani these are attributed to him that he these are his couplets. That eid in reality is not for the person who has worn new clothes. Wearing new clothes is Sunnat on Eid. Not new, the best clothes a person has. Not new. Whatever best a person has. The best garments that he has to wear, that to have it new is not something compulsory or necessary, even sunnat. It must be new. Person can afford it; he buys it, fine, not a problem. Not to regard it as something necessary. But in the process of having something new, hours and hours of Ramadan just are gone down the drain. And one is if the time was just wasted, but the time gets involved in haram, in intermingling, in what not. Ramadan shopping. Then entertainment. The entertainment has become unfortunately an addiction. A person cannot do without entertaining himself in some way or the other. The month of Ramadan also, after one or two days, the person says, no, well, you it's know, got to take a drive out now. Drive, where to? Well, anywhere. Drive. We call something aimless. But aimless is also something where you've got to just entertain yourself. Aimless drive is fine. But in the process, (coughs) the month of Ramadan is just passing and this valuable moment is gone. One example that we mentioned previously as well, supposing when the month of Ramadan comes and a person is given one little machine, every person is given one little machine manually operated, each time he turns the handle, one 200 node comes out the other side. And this came from the receiver of revenue, so you won't even come and look for it. That is counterfeit or anything. So, this person, from the time the moon is sighted for Ramadan, this machine comes. And as soon as the moon of Eid will be sighted, this machine will be gone. Each time you turn it, one 200 note will come. You've got to keep turning it. Now, no matter what a person already has, he says, but why let it go? Got the opportunity now. I make the best of it. You keep turning. And if tar time comes, definitely he'll eat with his right hand, but his left hand will still be turning it. <laughs> Simply because we know the value of that 200 node that is coming out. So that will carry on. As long as a person can carry on turning that handle, he'll carry on turning it. That is for that 200 note that one no, small note that will come out. Allah knows best whether he will even have the opportunity of benefiting from it or not. Before he can even, he'll be stashed, putting it all away and saving it somewhere. Before he can even use one bit of it, he might be gone. And sometimes the very same thing becomes musibat also. If it comes without barakat, it, comes, it becomes a musibat. The same thing now makes him the target of a lot of problems and difficulties. So the point is that this is a very valuable time Allah ta'ala is blessing us with. Allah ta'ala grant us an opportunity inshallah. But this is something to be appreciated. Something to take wholeheartedly. So from now the person unplugs himself from all the things that will distract him. All the social media and all these things. person what, does he, what, what is to be achieved out of reading what somebody else just did in the morning and he did in the evening and somebody is saying, well, he woke up now and he walked to the shop now or he opened the door. What is going to benefit us or telling others what we just did and what we didn't do? But this has become social media. And this is even, this is their own research that this has become an addiction. This has become an addiction and their own research in their words is it's addiction worse than alcohol and cigarettes. Their own studies. And once this catches on into a person's life, it becomes a greater addiction than alcohol and cigarettes. Now whether it's a month of Ramadan, in between Tarawi two rakats finished now, the person wants to see whether anything came or went. Now he's making the next two rakats and in the meantime is now planning what he's gonna Basically, he's gonna send or what. Everything is by the wayside. So the month of Ramadan, beforehand, now we need to unplug all these things from our life. Remove all these things from our life. Then we will be able to put our connection in place with Allah. So the first thing was, gunaho se muhafazat. The second was, asbab-e gunah se muba'adat. Staying far away from the means of sin. The newspapers, magazines, all these things, Person knows up front that if he's going to open one of those pages there, his eyes are going to fall on haram. He knows up front already. Goes without saying. So why open it? So all the means of sin also, person stays far away from it. Then the third thing is neek logo ki musahabat. That a person keeps in good company. Whether it is the month of Ramadan, whether it is out of Ramadan, this is the key factor. The Key factor is the person's company. His company will make him or break him. The company will either make him acquire and achieve the object of Ramadan, or the company will make him waste the month of Ramadan and actually do the opposite of what the month came for. That company will make him or break him. So even in the month of Ramadan, this is vital that a person keeps himself in correct company be in the environment of the masjid as much as possible he goes out in the path of Allah Ta'ala he's in the right company, right environment join the company of the Ahlullah keep himself away from all the other just idle where people are just whiling their time away and even the month of Ramadan comes but people can't, they have to eat out what kind of environment, what kind of atmosphere is there? Is that atmosphere conducive to taqwa? person says, no, it's Parda facilities. But is that environment conducive to Ramadan and to taqwa? Does a person go there and feel like making more zikr? Does he feel like when he goes there that now his heart is getting more infused with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala? So if it's not, then it's not something conducive to Ramadan. Then everything else is happening there. That one small corner is some parada facility. But what is the environment of all the and shamelessness all around? So that is also part of company, that environment. Environment is also a person's company. The environment that he puts himself into. So we keep far away from all this. You want to eat out, even in the month of Ramadan to somebody definitely wants to eat out, then cook as Azam Abduhami barakatum gives example, and he mentions it. That fine, by all means, cook the food inside the house, go out in the garden, and eat it outside. (laughs) So you have appeased yourself, you ate out, no problem. Nobody will have any problem with that, inshallah. So, this is a very key factor, person's company. What kind of company he will keep, that will determine what will be the case. (coughs) And the fourth thing is, zikrullah par mudawamat. Zikrullah, the constant remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And in the month of Ramadan, the main zikr of the month of Ramadan is the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Together with that, the person's ma'mulat, whatever is the sbihat, must complete. But the maximum time possible in the recitation of the Qur'an Sharif. Unfortunately, this too is something that has decreased drastically from what it used to be. In my younger days, in the school days, very clearly, I might have mentioned this previously also, that very clearly I still have that picture in my mind. My hometown, when walking from madrasa to the Masjid, etc., would pass many shops on the way. If it was a quiet day, something is nothing much happening. You would, as passing and you look into any shop, you'll find many of the shops, quite a few, the whole town was probably 70-80% Muslim traders. Many of the shops you'll find the person sitting behind the counter is reading Quran Sharif because he's not busy with any work at that moment. In even the shops too, people were engaged in the Quran Sharif to the time maximum that they could. I'm still aware of many of the businessmen, some of them are still alive, some have passed on. But many of them, it was known, you ask the person how many khatams this Ramadan, somebody 15 khatams, somebody 12 khatams, somebody 17 khatams. Very common thing. And talking about businessmen, not somebody that is, he was sitting the whole day in the masjid and he's a hafiz of the Qur'an Sharif also, so he can decide much faster. No, not very businessman, Not one or two, it was a common thing. After Fajr, you would just see the Fizah and the environment of recitation of the Qur'an Sharif. Between Asr and Maghrib, the masjid is humming with the Qur'an Sharif recitation. At other times, this is a norm. But unfortunately nowadays, this has greatly reduced. We need to bring this alive again. Till out of the Quran Sharif, this is the month, شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن. The month with the Quran Sharif was revealed. Allah's Nabi صلى The month of Ramadan used to come. Jibreel salatu salam used to come. Nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم used to recite the Quran Sharif to Jibreel salatu salam. Jibreel salatu salam used to recite to Nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم. And this was every every Ramadan. This used to take place. So, this is the main zikr of the month of Ramadan. As much as we can, till out of the Quran Sharif. And we look after our time. We plan beforehand. These are my targets. I need to do this. All the other pastimes and everything is not pastimes. Especially in the month of Ramadan, there isn't any pastime. These are all waste times. And a person doesn't pass time, the time passes him. It's up to him whether he makes use of the time or not. He doesn't have to pass any time. He just can remain sitting where he is, the time is going to pass him. But the time will come when his time has passed already. Then it will be too late to now have any pastimes or four times or whatever. It will be now too late, there will be no time. So these opportunities come. Allah Ta'ala, out of His grace and mercy, give us a tawfiq to witness the Mubarak month. Allah Ta'ala, give us a tawfiq to engage ourselves and apply ourselves correctly in the Mubarak month and derive the maximum benefit, but it requires some programming for ourselves from now. The ulama and mashayikh state that how a person spends his Jumu'ah, the day of Jumu'ah, how he spends it, with what kind of care that he takes care to fulfill all the sunnats of Jumu'ah. He goes early to the masjid. Before that, already all the sunnats, he takes a ghusl, puts on his good clean clothes, puts itar, clips his fingernails and makes, makes miswak, itar, all these things, then he walks to the masjid, sits close to the imam, Recites <coughs> surah Kahf, excessive recitation of Duru sharif, now he's conscious, it's the day of Friday, I've got to do all these things, and time, do maximum, after asar, durut sharif, the person spends his Friday, the way he spends his jumu'ah, that will impact on the rest of the week, and the rest of the week, he'll get the tawfiq, of conducting the week in a similar manner, with care, with fulfilling the sunnats, with being conscious of the commands of Allah Ta'ala. And just as the relationship is with Jumu'ah and the rest of the week, it is the same situation with Ramadan and the rest of the year. How a person will spend his Ramadan, with what care, what diligence, what concern, what efforts he will make to stay away from everything that is going to distract him from Allah Ta'ala, that will impact on the rest of the year. And unfortunately, the opposite. The extent the person is careless in the month of Ramadan, that carelessness will impact on the rest of the year also. So Allah Ta'ala has brought us this far. Allah Ta'ala take us through the Mubarak month as well. We need to then appreciate this great gift and great ni'mat and use it correctly. And from now, we need to make dua. need to ask Allah Ta'ala, make extra istighfar, already start increasing our tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, dua. And in this way, prepare ourselves <coughs> for the approach of the Mubarak month. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and Allah Ta'ala enable us to spend the time correctly. A lot of time should be spent in dua as well. Dua for ourselves, for our families, for our relatives, for the entire ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and whatever effort of deen we can make in that Mubarak month that is also more Mubarak than anything else. So for our personal selves, for the entire ummah, whatever we can do, whatever sacrifices we make, this too is a great thing. The rewards are multiplied even more in the month of Ramadan for all this as well. Allah Ta'ala give us Wa akhiru da'wana. Inshallah the next program now will be after Ramadan. As soon as it's confirmed when, inshallah the message will come through.
1: <cin> in the اللَّهُ مُحَمَّدٌ the اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ the one who is the وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَباركَ the one كثيرًا كَثِيرًا يا who is the one who is jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlan la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha Inna lla, la ilaha. 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 Inna lla. Inna Allah <laughs> la ilaha illallah 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 la 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 la ilaha la ilaha La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala Alayhi wa sallam Hujay minadillik meydanihu to hi tu ho, tu hi tu ho, tu hi tu. Ghayr se bilkul hi uch jaye nazar. Tu hi tu aaye nazar dekho jidar. Or meray tan mein bajaye aab de dil ho, dar de dil ho, Dardedil de नफ्सो शैतान दोनों ने मिलकर हाय किया है मुझको तबाह ऐ मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूं मैं तेरी पना मुझसा خلق में कोई नहीं गो बदकिरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है या रब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुनाह Ab to rahe bas ta'dame akhir, virde zaba'e mere ilah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. la 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 il la 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 ilaha il la la Illallah, la la ilaha la 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 لا إله إلا La ilaha illallah, 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 Muhammadun Rasulullah, sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. Allah, Allah jalla jalaluhu
2: ammaladuhu. اللّه،
1: اللہ الله کے عیسیٰ پیارا نام عاشق و کامینہ اور جام ہے اللہ اللہ کے عیسیٰ پیارا نام عاشق و کامینہ اور جام ہے آہ را جز آسمہم دم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود Ahra juzaa sama hamd naabood Raaz-e-ra ghair-e-khuda mehram naabood Ilaahi bandaa rauswa makun Garbadam man sirre man peedaamakun Ilaahi bandara rauswa makun Garbadam man
0: sirre man peedaamakun
1: ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت
0: جا اب تو خلوت ہو دل
1: chord desani basti ko basti basti kehta
2: allah 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 allah
1: Muhammad Rasulullah, Sallallahu Tabaraka, what Alaihi was Sallam.
0: Allah Malik alhamdullah, who will make a shukrukullah, Allah Malah Nursi, Thana and Ali, Takama ethnita ala Nafsik. Yazallah Anna, Nabiyana, Muhammadan, Sallallahu Ali, was Sallam, Abima who are. ربنا علمنا انفسنا وان لم تخف لنا من الخاسرين رب اغفر ورحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما عم تعلم انك انت العاز الاكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا ندامه ولا مفتونين ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فخف لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتبفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وأتنا ما وعدتنا على رسولك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا Allah يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم the إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان who is من الراشدين إله العالمين يا الله the one الله الله one who is we are indeed most sinful, Ya Allah. From head to toe, we are covered in sin, Ya Allah. In Allah, we have used all your bounties and have been so ungrateful that we have used every energy... Against your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are deeply regretful of whatever we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Whatever was done in the darkness of the night and the light of the day, Ya Allah, you forgive it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever was done deliberately, accidentally, Ya Allah, you forgive it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from all the fitnah and fasad ya Allah ilahul alamin ya you grant us the wealth of taqwa ya grant us the wealth of taqwa ya ilahul alamin ya enable us to spend the mubarak month of ramadan in a way that you are pleased with ya allah enable us to appreciate every moment ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you enable us to acquire the wealth of taqwa in the mubarak month ya allah save us from all sin ya allah save us from every haram ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to protect our eyes ya allah enable us to protect our ears ya allah enable us to protect our tongues ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah save us from everything that will displease you ya allah every breath and every moment that has been
3: in your pleasure ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq, Ya Allah, of reciting the Quran Sharif excessively, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, put the noor of the Quran Sharif in
0: our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant us the pleasure of the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you give us a tawfiq of making your dhikr all the time, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from ghaflat, Ya Allah. Remove the ghaflat from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us your remembrance every moment, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you enable us to fulfil all your commands, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times salah with jamaa, Ya Allah. Illahul alamin, Ya Allah, save us from every guna, Ya Allah. Save us from every sin, Ya Allah. Illahul alamin, Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on iman, Ya Allah. Illahul alamin, give us hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, spread the winds of hidayat throughout the world, Ya Allah. Illahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the time of our death take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, yeah. Muhammadur Rasulullah, take us with Tawbat and Rasulullah, Ya Allah, take us on Imanek Kamil, Ya Allah. ilahul yeah. Alameen, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya
3: Allah. ilahul yeah. Alameen, make our Qabr's gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. ilahul yeah. Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the Shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, give us Jannatul Firdaus without
0: any reckoning, Ya Allah. We are not capable of giving a reckoning for anything, Ya Allah. Ilahul we are pleading for your grace, Ya yeah, Allah. We are pleading for your mercy, Ya yeah, Allah. We are pleading for your forgiveness, Ya yeah, Allah. You overlook all our faults, Ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul without any accounting, Ya yeah, Allah, without any reckoning, give us Jannatul Firdaus, Ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul all those who have passed away from our families, from the ummah,
3: entire ummah, yeah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, fill their graves with nouri, Ya yeah, Allah. Make their complete Maghfirat, Ya yeah, Allah. give them the highest stages in the Akhirat, Ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul Alamin ya Allah you protect us ya Allah protect our families, ya Allah protect the entire ummah of Allah Rasulullah Allah. sallallahu alaihi wasallam
0: Ilahul Alamin, keep us steadfast on Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahu use us for the khidmat of your Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahu use us for the khidmat of your Deen, Ya Allah. Grant us ikhlas and sincerity in everything, Ya
3: Allah. Ilahu Alavin, Allah, you open the doors of your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ilahu open the doors of your rahmat, Ya Allah. Grant one and all, Ya Allah, halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahu save
0: us from every drop and atom of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alavin, Ya Allah, you grant us such rizq that,
3: Ya Allah, you are pleased with us acquiring it, Ya Allah, and enable us to spend it in a way that you are pleased with Ya Allah Ilahul <laughs> Ya yeah Allah you grant shifa kamila ajila mustamirra daima to all those who are sick Ya Allah Ilahul cures from all our spiritual ailments also Ya Allah cure
0: physical ailments also Ya Allah Ya Allah whoever is in any difficulty and hardship throughout the world Ya Allah remove their difficulties and hardships Ya Allah Ilahul Alamin all those who are suffering remove their sufferings Ya Allah Ilahul Ya Allah you fulfill the pious desires of each person Ya Allah you fulfill each one's needs from the Rabb Ya Allah Ilahul you are the know of the unseen ya allah you are away fully ya allah what is in each person's heart right now ya allah ilahul euh all fulfill each one's pious desires ya allah remove all each one's difficulties and hardships ya allah. allah fulfill each one's needs ya allah grant us all the best of this dunya and the best of the hereafter ya allah. Umm allah unite the hearts of the ummat, ya allah unite the hearts of the ummat, unite the hearts of families ya allah unite the hearts of spouses ya allah put love and muhabbat ya allah Illahulalin remove all the Allah, strife and all the ill feelings Ya Allah. cleanse our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove all the ailments of our hearts out Ya Allah. Clean our hearts out of all the jealousy, of all the malice, of all the hatred, Ya Allah, of all the ill feeling, Ya Allah. Illaul
3: Alameen full our hearts with Muhab really for one another, Ya Allah. Illahu la full of our hearts with Tawazu and humility, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam. Fill our hearts with the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam. Illahu la min, our hearts with the love for the effort of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam. Illahu Ya Allah. Let us conduct
0: ourselves in such a way that tomorrow on the day of the Yamat Nabi Isla will see us and be happy, Ya Allah. Illahu la meen, let it not be that we come in front of his Mubarak self, Ya Allah. And he says, get away from from here, what did you do for my deen? And how much you destroyed my deen, ya Allah. Who will be there to save us on that day then, ya Allah? you enable us to be conduct ourselves in such a way that your beloved Nabi will be happy with us, ya Allah. save us from being a source of taklif for the Mubarak heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, let us be such bandhas of yours, ya Allah, that you are also happy, ya Allah, and we become a source of comfort for the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, let us be, Allah, living a life according to the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu ya allah save us from the ways of the yahud and nasara ya allah ya allah put the hatred of the ways of the yahud
3: and nasara in our hearts ya allah save us from following them ya allah ya allah keep us from the mubarak tariqah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul ya allah you protect us ya
0: allah you safeguard our children ya allah ya allah you keep them safe in ya allah in your protection at every moment ya allah ya allah save us save us and them and all the ummah ya allah from all the fitna and fasadi allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah, every step of the way you guide us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us on sirat-i-mustaqeem, ya Allah. alamin ya Allah, all the good that your ya Allah, anbiya and Rasulullah wa sallam, and all your pious servants have asked. Ya Allah, we are also begging for all that good, ya Allah. Whatever they have sought protection from, ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we have asked for, ya Allah, give us that also, ya Allah. What we didn't ask, give it to us without asking, ya Allah. Allahum <laughs> inna nasaluka min khayri maa sa'alaka minhunabiyuka wa habibuka muhammadun sallallahu wasallam. نعوذ بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاء ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا